0: We're starting a new monthly insurance slot on the programme this morning. So if you have any insurance issues or questions for us, get them in and we can deal with them on one of our monthly slots. Our insurance expert is Paul Kavanagh, who is Marketing Manager from McCarthy Insurance Group. Uh, good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Patricia. You're very very welcome to the programme. I suppose, can you start first, because you're a broker, can you just explain what is the difference, what exactly a broker does and how you differ from insurance companies? I think there's a lot of confusion about
1: that. Uh, Absolutely, Uh, and it's coming to the fore in recent times. We represent, uh, in motor insurance terms, 17 insurers, in household insurance terms, 25 insurers. And in commercial terms, then in business, it would be nearly 100 insurers. So what we do is we go and we shop on behalf of the client. Whereas if you go to the insurance company direct, then they will only give you their product. So we compare all the products. And I think as the the weeks go on, the listeners will begin to understand that there is a huge difference between dealing direct and dealing with a broker. Because we listen to what the, the client has to say, the listeners, We try and understand what what their anxiety may be. We prepare a submission, we get it to the market and then we offer the client a solution. For that. So, yeah, so that uh, in the event of a claim, we, 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 you know, the, the, that's what I always say in the event of the claim, we're there to take the flack. We'll, we'll, we'll be on their side.
0: Yeah, and I know whenever we speak with uh, consumer advocates and, and have done on many occasions over the years, they constantly say to people when your premium, your renewal comes in, the easy option is to just say, oh, I'll pay that. And we should be looking at that, those premiums every year, shouldn't we? And that's something that has really come to the fore in the last number of years. There's savings to be made.
1: We're all guilty of that, Patricia, including myself. We, We get the renewal notice in. It must be with you nearly a month in advance now. And you get it and you put it on the kitchen table and then you forget all about it. And all of a sudden then it's time to renew and you panic and you renew. The message is shop around. Now, if you're with a broker, the broker should be doing all the work. In advance of the renewal, we know that doesn't always happen, but we say shop around. It pays nothing to shop around.
0: Yeah, and if anything, if anything, it can save you money. So then looking at some kind of the, 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 the key phrases you hear and people don't quite always understand them. I mean, something like protected no claims bonus. What, what exactly yeah. does that mean?
1: Well, this has really come to the fore in recent times um, that protected no and there's actually three different types of protected no-claims bonus, as I was explaining to JP earlier. So, say, for example, you have an accident, and this came to the fore recently, when, you know, if if you knock down a fox, and the fox damages your car, okay, you're kind of going, well, that's nothing really. But all of a sudden, you discover that you have a thousand euros worth of damage to your car. Hmm. Who is going to pay for that? It isn't the fox. It isn't the fox. There's no one to to go to. And it's very bad in certain areas where there's wild deer, which could be €5,000 worth of damage. So, the protected no-claims bonus means that you're no worse off, that you will not lose your bonus as a result of you claiming for that €1,000. Yes, you'll have to pay the excess, which we'll explain in a minute in more detail, but you will not be penalised for having that accident. Now, there's three different types. There's two years protected. I mean, you can have two full claims in in a three-year period, and it doesn't affect your bonus. You can have one with another company, and one other company covers you up to €10,000. Then you have step-back bonus, and then you have no bonus protection at all. So there's five different types there. So people need advice on that. And when, when people come to us and they say, oh, I can get it cheaper, I always say, well how protected is your no claims bonus and the first question is i don't know what you're talking about please explain it to me and when we explain it they go oh i don't want that at all i want to be protected and you think, think do you
0: think at all costs we need to protect our no claims bonus
1: absolutely because yeah. you you are you are very vulnerable when you lose your no claims bonus you go to another insurer they don't want to know you you know so you're you're vulnerable and you you don't want to be price vulnerable in the middle of it all so That's what I always say. It varies between twenty and fifty euros to protect your bonus. Check it out. It's worth
0: worth it in the long run because if you if you lose your no claims bonus, you will pay through the nose your premiums for the next number of years.
1: Correct. Like if you have a small claim like a thousand euros, you will be paying it back basically.
0: Yeah. Now you mentioned Uh, you mentioned excess.
1: Yeah, that's another word you said. Mentioned the words. Excess is is a word that people basically excess is the amount the amount that you must pay first. So if you have a thousand euros worth of damage, your excess could be three hundred, which means the most you're going to get is seven hundred. You're putting you're upfronting the three hundred yourself. And we hear a lot of people on the television motoring correspondents saying, "Well, look at taking a bigger excess." My word of advice is: before you do it, just check it out. Don't if you take a thousand euro excess then you're not claiming for your €1,000 claim. That's all well and fine as long as you understand it. There was a company in the market where the excess was, would you believe, €3,000. And that was just crazy. That's Sorry, it was nearly immoral, really. That's a they lot, yeah. it, But it was all to reduce prices and make them cheaper. And as I say, cover before price. People should think, what is the cover? in any product that they buy... What is the cover I'm getting?
0: Yeah, and ask the questions. And, ask there's, the questions. and there's no such thing as a stupid question.
1: Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> and people, people mix up all these things. They may, oh, can I drive someone else's car? Can they drive my car? Ask the question in plain English as you want it answered in plain English. Replies like, oh, you've open driving. What does that mean? You know, open driving means that other people can drive your car. The driving of other cars means that you can drive someone else's car. Then do you want that car to be covered comprehensively, which we can give you as well. So there's all different types. I don't want to say because I cannot say that there's no two policies the same. But I can tell you they can vary dramatically.
0: OK, but something there to, to, to suit everybody. We've, I mean, when it comes to car insurance, people always complain that it just seems to be getting higher and higher. And we've gone through periods where it really did look like the insurance companies were making a fortune off the back of motorists. Has Am I right in saying that insurance premiums have started to come down
1: slightly? Uh, they have. Yeah. They have. I, I, I keep a tab on them all the time. Uh, and uh, everybody now gets the list of all the premiums that they've paid. And basically, in the last two years in particular, we're down over 20%. Now we needed to come down. We needed to come down. The average premium now is in the order of 450 to 500 for comprehensive here uh, in Cork. So once again, if somebody gets a bill in for 750 they need to shop around. Yeah,
0: yeah, and just yeah, and see if there is a cheaper option uh, out uh, out yeah, there.
1: Because the che- and that's where we that's where we gain because we can offer the cheaper option with another insurance company, not with the same insurance company. Yes, we will go back to the to the same insurance company and and say what are you willing to do, but in, invariably we can move the client to another insurer. And uh, hopefully with the price equalisation, which is due to come in, that's legislation due to come in on the 1st of July, we'll see a big change in that because it's very disheartening where a new business price is cheaper than a renewal price with the same insurer. through yeah. another medium. And that's going to be outlawed from the 1st of July. So we're all waiting on that one.
0: And that's very much welcomed, isn't it?
1: It is, but, but I'm once again, Patricia, I'm going to be watching this like a hawk to make sure that it is working. That's the most important thing, that there's not a lag or that there's not a if or a but or a maybe, as people, listeners will, will say, oh, the insurance sellers are at it again. That's what we do. We keep on top of it. We're at the grassroots in our offices and we see what's going on and we report that back to the insurance companies and say, let's, This is not working. Get it working.
0: Okay, I mentioned and spoke in the last hour about the closure of banks in rural areas and and indeed uh, post offices. and, And could that in some way be a reason that older people are keeping money at home, which obviously we're trying to get older people, no one to keep large sums of money at home. But we do know we have lost a number of our bank branches and we certainly have seen a lot of our post offices close. You're saying to people, don't let the same thing happen to the insurance sector.
1: Absolutely, because I can see it happening and it is beginning to happen and, and it will be the same as the post offices and the banks and even the travel agents there, I say. There was a time when we had a couple of travel agents in every town. Now you're lucky if you've won. So we need to support local businesses, local jobs and keep keep it local. With our offices and we've nine in Cork, you can walk in and talk to us. You can see the white of our eyes as we say and we can talk openly, you can call us, we're here. We're not in a call centre in Dublin or outside the country. We're here and we're working for you.
0: OK, a question from a listener on the no claims bonus protected that you mentioned at the start. The assistant said, unfortunately, I had an accident. I had to claim off my insurance. But when I went for renewal, my quote was over double. And that was with a number of companies. Why would that be?
1: And for the very reason I outlined, if if that client had protected no claims bonus, his premium should not have been affected in reality. And as I said, no matter even if you try to go to another insurer, they will go. But you have a claim. I'm not taking you. Have you had a claim in in the last three years? Sorry, you don't fit our bill. All these things, like the banks, are becoming computerized. And if you know, your listeners will understand you put in the card and you expect it to work. If it doesn't work, if it's rejected, who do you go to? In my business, you go to the insurance broker and you get them to make sure that they get it working and you get the type, the likes of this client, a a proper insurance quotation and find out what what happened and what went wrong. But all this has to be done in advance as well. You have to purchase the no-claims-bonus-protection in advance.
0: Okay, but but she said I had an no claims bonus protected.
1: Well, sorry, th- uh, that's not. I'm, i I would. I wouldn't. That's, and that's where I'm saying the broker comes in. The broker will then examine what the hell went wrong here because that isn't what you're explaining. Or what the, what the listener is explaining doesn't seem to be, it doesn't hold water with yeah, me yeah, yeah. to look at that. And I'm quite willing to look at, at at it for them, Patricia, and give them advice.
0: OK, all right. And then here's another good one. My son had a six-year no-claims bonus built up. He then went to England to work. He was away for three years. Uh, and because he wasn't driving in the UK, he's come back. And he's now not entitled to the six year no claims bonus and his premium obviously has gone sky high it's as if he's starting f- driving from scratch at 33 with a full clean driver's licence you, you lose your no claims bonus obviously if you are out of the market do you?
1: With the vast majority of insurance companies operating in Ireland it's two years oh, he However, was th-
0: he was three go on
1: however the good news we have a market that will take him with three years Oh, so and there that, is... There again, w- that's the benefit of going, going to a
0: broker. Yeah, yeah. OK, all right. So that, that, that's worth looking into. Uh, someone else is asking... Sorry, no, there's so many different texts and calls uh, coming in, if I can just find it here. What, are there different classes of comprehensive insurance? Michael wants to know.
1: Ye- yes, I mean, actually, when we're having a chat here in the office, we often it's an awful word, comprehensive, because it gives the impression that everything is covered. And whether it be the size of the excess, whether it be your no-claims bonus protection, whether it be your breakdown cover or your windscreen cover, what does it actually mean? People say to me, I got comprehensive, but what kind of comprehensive did you get? There's varying degrees from the platinum cover right down to the bronze cover. So, you know, check it out. Ask the questions, am I covered for the things I want to be covered for?
0: Yeah, don't just assume because you hear the word comprehensive. Oh, I correct. must be completely covered. And someone else says, could you ask, Paul, is it true that you can't get insurance for an electric scooter?
1: That is absolutely correct. The, none of the domestic markets for household insurance, it used to be under house insurance. So pedal cycles... Uh, your dog biting, that's what we call personal liability. But there's no personal liability available for scooters, for pedal scooters, which is a serious problem. We've brought it to the attention of Minister Fleming uh, via our Brokers Association. And um, we've spoken to all the insurers and we have it in writing from the insurers. We are not covering these pedal P- pedal, I don't know. Uh, what's the correct Electric
0: uh, Yeah, electric scooters. And electric and the thing scooters. is, because I know there's new legislation coming in where somebody on an electric scooter doesn't have to have
1: insurance. That's the sure, problem. That's, that's that's, that's that's therein problem. lies
0: the problem. Even therein if this listener wants to go and get it, you can't. There's none available. You
1: can't. It's not available. Yeah. And, and a word of caution for listeners as well. Only some insurers will cover your liability on an electric bike. Yeah. Okay. The right. bike, and there's all different types of them. They can go to speeds of fifty and sixty kilometers. And, so, and,
0: and they have been, un- unfortunately, they have been involved in accidents. Okay, we're going to leave it there. Uh, we'll talk again uh, next month. We were hoping to talk about uh, home insurance. Didn't get to it, but we can we can get to it next month. Paul, listen, thank you for that, and thanks for joining us on the program.
1: Thank you, Patricia. Good morning
0: bye. to you. Bye bye. That is uh, Paul Cavanagh marketing manager from McCarthy Insurance Group. Cool fact.